It's GG No Re. We're back. We had a we had an off week. We had a bye week. We didn't have to play. We didn't have to play against uh, Georgia or Clemson or anything like that. The tide was just rolling. We're hanging out in our own domiciles. But now we're back and we're back with a one shot. Will there be another shot of it? Who who can say? But this is a one shot before we begin actual campaign gaming. And the one shot it is is Ryutama. It is a heartwarming Japanese RPG translated in part by one of our blessed patrons. And we happen to get a copy of that book from said patron, and we are running it. I'd, out, I'd actually always wanted to run it, because I'd heard of it a long time ago, and now we have the chance. None of us have played it before, none of us have run it before, and in this episode, we're just going to create characters and then stop. And then if the next episode, oh, then the next episode will be play. If you don't want to hear us create characters and know what that's like, then just skip this episode and go to the play episode. But we'll know that you did, and we'll remember that. Just like a Telltale game. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know we will remember that? (laughs) So uh, tonight, we're going to have John, but right now it's me and Mike 1, Daniel, Stefano and Mike 2. Say hey. Hello. Tim and Mike 3. Hey, yo. Nobody at Mike 4. Rip. Jim at Mike 5. Evening. And then John will come in and crash the party on Mike 6. We have, I have, as the DM... I have created a character for myself. It's the the dragon that represents the DM. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter, but don't worry about it. And every character, every player needs to create their own character. Normally, we do pre-gens or roll them up beforehand, but because they don't know anything about the mechanics, I thought creating a character live would be good so that they learn how things work. Seems legit. That's why it's a learning exercise. So... Birmingham, Alabama, is actually a sister city to Hitachi, Japan, and because little, little of known fact. because of this portal through space time, we are going to be venturing in a little known province of Japan called Alabamia. <laughs> 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 and so the the rules so Ryutama is a heartwarming RPG. It's very its aesthetic is reminiscent of old school JRPGs. It's not hardcore. They've called it uh, Miyazaki's Oregon Trail. <laughs> so mm. cute, but also with some scary parts. There's fighting that's also very reminiscent, to me at least, of old school Japanese RPGs. You have a front rank and a back rank. It's cute and not meant to take too long to play. It's a pickup game. As I understand it, people in Japan play in cafes, and you go there for up to four hours, and you get a whole session of game in, and it's a complete unit and then you leave and you may not play with that group again and from reading the afterward really like the game yeah from reading the afterward of the book (laughs) uh the guy who wrote this is a professional gm oh like he just goes and runs games for people like that and they pay him what yeah real tight yeah, we, we've talked about that before, but I, I don't know if that's a thing that can happen in the United States. I, yes. I don't know. Well, I think there are Maybe. some professional GMs. Well, but... Yeah, I earn $5,000 a yeah. year GMing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but we're going to create characters now. Okay, so I there are also roles in the party, just like there are in old school D&D, like a mapper and a quartermaster and this kind of thing. Uh, there's a leader role, which... I, by default, assign to Jim, because he tends to be the most decisive. Yes. There's a quartermaster role, which I assign to Tim, because he always does it anyway. And there is a mapper role, which I assign to Stefano. Mm. You probably don't even need to do it. There's our map right there. 
you can record our journey as we go. I printed out the map sheet that comes with the book. Oh. And on the reverse of your character sheets, gentlemans, I have printed out a third-party reference sheet that you can just use for your own benefit. It will help you decide which class to pick. But don't look at that right now. Oh, don't look at it. Actually, you can look at it. Oh, Keep I'm looking it there. at it. Keep it there. Okay. Because right now, you guys need to pick a class to be. All right? It, there are four suggested classes for beginners. That is the minstrel. <coughs> a minstrel. Are you Wait, be- you mean a bard? Yeah. <laughs> There's the minstrel, the... Let me, let me, I just got done it. playing Bard's Tale 4, so I will be a minstrel. Are you really? Okay. Yep. So, sit, put minstrel down. Minstrel, <laughs> merchant, hunter, and healer. Those are the four basic classes. And then there's farmer, artisan, and noble as the advanced classes. And no matter what class you pick, you also pick a type to focus on like fighty fights, magic, or roguey stuff. So no, you're not limited to magic or fighting based on your class. So you pick your class based on just the aesthetic, and then we'll pick your type later. And here are the illustrations from the book, if you will take a look. It's like a Final Fantasy Tactics. Really adorable. That's good. So if you don't want to choose, just choose. If you don't want to think about it too hard, choose a merchant, hunter, or healer, because Tim already is the minstrel. Or you can pick the other three. I don't care. Farmer, artisan, or noble. And just let me know when you have picked it. Just write down the class name on the other side of your sheet. I got first pick of class, so I'll take last pick of type. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I know they're not exclusive, but... No, they're not exclusive. I'll we know Jim is going to choose magic. That's what I was saying. I was like, I should be a magic minstrel. I was like, oh, Jim's probably going to choose magic. <clears throat> you can be magic. It's fine. Nobody cares. You can be magic, too. We can be magic. I kind of want to be saying. a farmer because you can have animals. Okay, be a farmer. Heck, yeah. So and just write that down. Dog in the picture. And the GM also chooses a character race, a, a dragon of a different color. It, the green dragon is suggested for beginners, so that's what I pick. Midori Ryu? That's right. Cool. Uh, okay, well, I guess I'll be a healer. All right. Healer boy. Healer it is. Now, we're going to get to the actual character. So that goes under class. Yep. That's right. There's two classes. There's a slash. Oh, you can multi-class later. Okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'll be technical, actually. Let's try that. See what that does. Yeah, so if... So first, let's see. Let's do this in order. Yeah, so your next choice is the type. Attack type means you'll be better at fighting. Technical means you will be able to do roguey stuff and you'll be able to spend a currency that you have to get bonuses on att- on attacks and then magic user is a magic user can i be an attack farmer Heck yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me so for your type put either attack technical or magic yep but i'll tell you what that means later now we do starting ability scores most of these are similar to D&D. Strength is strength, you know, melee stuff, carrying capacity. Dex is speed, nimbleness, initiative. Also helps when navigating. It's mostly a travel game, so sometimes you won't even fight. You'll just be traveling over rough terrain and making those kind of checks. Intelligence is important for finding your directions. If you're going to be the person, like the mapper, who makes the most... You don't have to do the direction check if you're the mapper, but it's ideal. So intelligence is good for that and for spellcasting. And then spirit is for, I believe it's for your condition check at the beginning of the day for enduring. It's like a combination of const, of uh, wisdom and charisma, I would say. Hmm. So you get to choose between three distributions. You can put sixes all across. Mm-hmm. That's the average set. 
you can have one weakness and one strength. So one at D4, two at D6, and one at D8. Or you can min-max two at D8 and two at D4. So average standard, which is one at eight and one at four, the rest at six, or in min-max, two at four and two at eight. Got it. Or average the sixes across. Up to you guys. Okay. What was the first option? Because I want to min-max. Oh, eight, eight, four, eight, eight. four. But in any order. Four, eight, four, eight. Four, four, two eight, fours, eight. two eights. Eight, four, eight, four. <laughs> How about four, four, eight, eight? Is that fine? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I guess. Okay. So I need a D4 and a D8. Uh, Wait, do yeah. I roll a score? No, I think you don't need to roll. No, it's oh, just the okay, number of the D. The you D4. roll dice. You roll those okay. dice. When it's applicable. Yeah, when there's a check, you roll two dice. Can I have a D10? No. Eventually. Oh, okay. And if you roll, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay, so does everybody have their ability scores? Yes, one of them has to be a D2. Does everybody have their ability yes. scores? Yes. 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 I wrote mine down. Yes. Okay. Yep. Now we do hit points. That's your strength times two. That's oh. your max HP. I'm a little boy. And then your mental points, which is like your mana as well, but non-magic users can also use it for concentration, which we'll get into later. That is your spirit times two. And I have max MP plus four according to my type. Yep. So 20, you'll start with 20, which is the max you is can this, start with. Is That's this sick, sheet bro. expecting us to write it on the right or left side of the arrow? I don't know. Because uh, I want like, like if there's a workspace for messing with my HP. Just do what seems good to you. It's, Just use, put, you have a pencil. I would put it on the left side and on the right will be my workspace. Okay. Carrying capacity is strength plus three. Strong. Uh, where is carrying capacity on here? Probably on the right hand uh, side where the equipment uh, stuff is. If you can't find it, just write it somewhere in the margin. And I mean, it's it fine. We're not going to keep track of that anyway, right? I mean, actually, yeah, we, we, we have never, to. we never <laughs> encumbrance. Actually. This is we about act like we keep track of it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's like marking our cameras, like okay. So <laughs> you're saying scratch, strength scratch. times three for what? No, no, no plus strength three. plus three. Strength plus three. For carrying capacity. Uh, I'm going to find this. And as a farmer, do I get another three? Yep. If it says so, then you do. It stacks. All right. Nice. Equipped. uh, There's a do not see on this particular sheet. Is this one that came with the... Yeah, it's the efficient one. Just don't worry about it. Just put it somewhere on the side and we'll figure it out later. Now you need to choose your mastered weapon. Wait, wait. Do you think maybe it's... No. Never mind. Literally doesn't matter. Just put it somewhere oh, in the margin, and we'll get to it later. It needs its own box. It needs its own place. It probably does. It probably has it. Each character is skilled in the use of a particular weapon called their mastered weapon. If you attack with a weapon that's not your mastered weapon, you lose one HP each time. So this is like the one you have your proficiency bonus in. Uh, each weapon category uses different stats when you roll them, and so you will want to pick your weapon type based on what stats are good for you we are going to pause it while you guys look at this piece of paper and figure it out because you have five options or six options, light blades, blades, pole arms, axes, bows, and unarmed. And nobody wants to just sit here listening to silence while we figure that out. So we'll take a break real quick and you guys can pick your mastered weapon based on your stat distributions. Okay. All right, we're back. Everybody chose a weapon category that made sense for them to have mastery in. Now we choose your personal item. This is a small item that you would have an emotional bond with. Tim, can you turn down the volume on Discord? Thank you. I muted this earlier. Somebody unmuted it. It's a ghost. This should be something the character would have on them at all times. It's only to add flavor and background to your character. It has no mechanical effects or rules of its own. So just try to think of something real quick and write it down. And then we shop for items. And we're not going to record that either. The good thing is you get a thousand gold to shop with, but things in the game are actually pretty expensive. So you're not going to get a ton of items. 
it's going to be pretty quick. So we get to pick a personal item and it could be anything at all? As long as it doesn't give you a mechanical benefit. It's supposed to be like sentimental or something that you care about we that you keep with you at all times. Imagination. Yeah, you do have to use your imagination. I'm sorry about that, but it has to be done. There's no way around it. I, 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 have, a, I have a bobble. So we're going to figure that out and then do shopping, which there's a price list for things. You have a thousand gold to spend. We're going to do that real quick and then come back to the real world, to the podcast world, to the internet, to the, we did our shopping. Our shopping is over. Now, if you haven't done it yet, where is it? In the bottom left-hand corner, all that needs to be filled out. So your character details, your name. Um, you can either do like an Alabamia kind of name or a Japanese name. I don't care. Whatever you feel like. Your age and gender. Your image color. So your image color is your favorite color or merely a color that you seem to be wearing all the time. Your outward appearance can include your style, clothing, aura, skin, eye, or hair color. So just write something down. I don't care if it's good. You can always revise it later. Now then, just make sure you get your color down. That's the main thing I care about. Now, the next box should have a space for your hometown and a reason for journeying. Players are encouraged to come up with details of their hometown as well as character details. So for your hometown, you can just put something Alabama, like where they were born and how they make their living. Some characters may not have a pressing reason for journeying. So in this world, the implied setting of Ryutama, Everyone goes on journeys. Like if you see someone and they're setting out and they've got a big backpack on, you think, oh, that guy's going on his journey. It's just like a thing that people do. <laughs> okay? It's totally normal, totally understandable. There are even little dragon shrines or statues along the way with walking sticks. It's like take a penny, leave a penny kind of thing. You can take a walking stick if you need one or leave one if you don't need one. So this is a very normal activity. It can be chill or it can be dangerous. So some characters may not need a pressing reason for journeying. Others may have a dramatic goal that the GM may use in future scenarios. So if you want to have a dramatic goal, if you want to just be a coming of age, if you want to deliver a letter to your long lost brother, if you want to find yourself, you want to live, laugh, love, whatever, whatever it is, just put it there. And now personality, other details. Uh, da, 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 da. You can leave room for yourself to grow. So. Of course, I want you to try to put some thought into it, but if you don't have any ideas right now, don't worry about it. Just play with your class and type, and you might come up with things as we go. And I think that is all for character generation. Are there any questions? Magic. Magic. So we're getting to the classes now. The cheat sheet that I put on the back of your character sheets should contain all the class-relevant information you need, like your, your bonus to magic points or mental points, Jim. Do you have any questions about what your skills actually say because I can read their descriptions now. Hello? No questions? Think so. yeah. Questions about from my class? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Well traveled. Uh, knowledge of. You get plus one to journey checks. Oh, wow. This is plus one to travel, direction, camping, always in effect. So basically, oh. every any kind yeah. of journey related check, you're going to get plus one to okay. it. Okay. I thought wow. this meant I had to choose, but no, 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 no. I can always get on any of those. That's that's pretty awesome. Um, Knowledge tradition. Anytime you come across anything interesting as a minstrel, minstrel, you can make a check, and I might tell you some information about it. And then music. Okay. Uh, once per scenario, that's once per session. Mm -hmm. You can choose one terrain or weather type you're currently traveling through. So if you're in grasslands, you can choose grasslands. If it's raining, you can choose raining, and you can gain it as a song, like rain song or ballad of the grassland. Mm -hmm. You can use this later if you're traveling through a matching 
terrain. Uh, you can name it whatever you want, and then if it succeeds, you get a plus one bonus. Oh, all party members get a plus one bonus to their next roll, and on a crit, plus three. If I roll a crit. Yeah. Okay. So the more kinds of terrain and weather you experience... Mm-hmm. I can create, Every time I go through them, I can create a song for it. Correct. And then and I have that song in my repertoire, and then when I get to the next type, the next one of that type... You can use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's um, your menstrual stuff. And we've got a healer and a farmer. Do you have any questions about your healing first aid or herb gathering, Jim? I don't think so. Okay. Farmer, you get robust, which is plus one to condition checks. Condition check is a check you make at the start of each adventuring or traveling day. So each time you make that, make sure you get a plus one. And then you get plus three to your bonus uh, to your carrying capacity, which I think you've already put in. Uh, Animal owner, you already know about that. And side job, you already know about that. Okay, we're good to go. What what were the the non min max stat arrays? Six 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 six. Yeah. And four six six eight. Four six eight. Okay. And I think we're good to go now. We've already got party rolls assigned. Everyone's already done shopping. Uh, so I think we're ready to start our first scenario. And the book provides two introductory scenarios, which follow one after one another. The first one does not contain combat, and it's just to get you used to the journey mechanic. And the next one does contain a town and combat phase. And so we'll try to get through both tonight, but if not, we'll at least get through one of them. And that's where we'll end for tonight. Are there any questions, comments before we stop? I doubt that there will be any. Um, Three, two, one. Will there be any dinosaurs on this dinosaur tour? There will be no dinosaurs. No. Sad to say. Oh, and I did, this is Daniel, I did fill out my Ryujin character sheet. I chose the green dragon because that is for beginners, and I'm a beginner. And it was very simple and straightforward. There's not really a whole lot to go through there. You're not going to get confused, so just buy the book, and you'll be good to go. And we'll see you in the next episode. GG no re.